0: Previously on the Simon and Ross podcast,
1: I used, I used to, to go to, go to the, uh, the hairdressers and have a picture of the girl up to go out. I want my hair to look like that, <laughs> so <laughs> that it holds a special memory. Like she, she was my sort of like.
0: Now you just held a Playmobil figure in front of me.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, but a lot uh, of the times I'm wrong. Like I remember yeah. calling like dressing gowns, dressing downs for like twenty years. <it's>, <laughs> Why did he say he didn't really enjoy it? Was it because of the performance, or...? uh
2: no, cos he's a snobby cunt. Oh. <laughs> um, he didn't like horsepipe dicks, either. But... <laughs> More Phil here. <laughs> I... All of that stuff. What the fuck is Simon?
1: Ah, uh, I don't know, I was worried what body part yeah, that was on top yeah. of his fucking camera. I, 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 <laughs> I,
2: thought, like... I thought he had his perennium up against us. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I just I just th- uh, threw uh, wine all over my computer. Why are you
2: cleaning it up with your taint? Look, there's a room full of guys here using a thumb and it sounds shit. I'm using me dick and it's hot on. Yeah. Okay, can we jump on to number two?
1: Number two,
0: Michaela's number two. (laughs) I think I only do that for them for myself now.
1: (laughs) Uh, so this film, okay, contrary to the fact I did say I don't like sci fi, um, this one is sort of classed as sort of a sci fi, but not really. It's like a sci fi, arty, independent film, which is sort of given away a bit anyway. So, um yeah, so 2013 American sci-fi romantic drama. I don't want to say who it's directed by because that might give it away. In a 2016 BBC poll, um, it was voted the 84th greatest film since 2000, and that was done in 2016. That poll. Uh, just in case it just <laughs> that that 2016 figure makes a difference. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Four years ago, it was my 86th favourite film.
2: (laughs) I'm regretting memorising 70 through 90 now. (laughs) Uh,
1: The the score for the film was credited by Arcade Fire, with additional music by Owen Pallet. Is that right? Arcade Fire, uh, Will Butler and Pallet were the major contributors to it. Um, the soundtrack has not been released in digital or physical form and Warner Brothers has not announced any plans to release it in the future, although it's really well known for its soundtrack. So a 13-track score was made available for streaming online in January 2014 before being taken down um, and there was sort of a, a thread on Reddit in 2016 and Will Butler mentioned the possibility of a future vinyl release uh, but it's not been done unfortunately yet and um, the other clues would just spoil it. But I might just say, considering Simon's going to have a fucking heart attack. I
0: know it as well. I it was it written, well.
1: directed and produced by Spike Jones. Jones? Jones. No, Spike Jones. That's right, in it? Yeah. Um, has Joaquin Phoenix as the main character. Scarlet sorry. And sorry, sorry. Joaquin crowd. Phoenix <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Joe, Joe Queen, Joe, <laughs> <laughs> How do you pronounce his name? Joaquin I know River. No, no, don't, don't tell it. Don't, like... don't
0: tell her. Don't tell her.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to do one of them things that are uh, that you uh, want to do someone's name and good. No, just, just tell
0: us. Just tell us.
1: Tell what? Tell us what the film what no, is. No, uh, no.
0: Tell it. Tell us. Tell us the guy's name.
1: I don't want to because <laughs> as no, go on. It's Joe Keane, Joe
2: Keane. <laughs>
1: Joe Keane, Joe <laughs> Keane. Joe Joe Keane Phoenix, jo- is that, Keane. that
0: how you pronounce jo- his name? Joe Wasn't it, it, didn't he play for Manchester City at some point? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't realise this podcast was just uh, jo-
2: jo- Keane, po- po- a public po-henic, bullion. Henix.
1: I thought it was Joe, Joe Keen Phoenix, I am not know how you somewhat, what's his name, how do you pronounce it's
2: it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll put her out of the misery. Yeah, go on. It's Whackin.
1: Whackin, Whackin Phoenix, yeah. Whacking Phoenix, Fien- yeah. I've been calling him Joe Keen Phoenix <laughs> up until this day. Have you seen that film with the joker, Joaquin Phoenix?
0: <laughs> that's why he wants to cast him.
2: Yeah, that's why I thought it was particularly funny, because, like, Joaquin jo- plays a joker. Or... Yeah.
0: Uh, we'll save money what? on the posters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I Phoenix. Joaquin.
1: I'm not being funny, but I'm not the only person who have
2: probably done that.
1: What a stupid fucking name! Like, it's a good job his brother was called River. You can't mispronounce that. Do you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> uh, two two brothers. That's River, and that's uh, Jorpen. <laughs> it's a bit of a joke. <laughs> okay, so it's uh, so it's whacking Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um she
1: think of a different pronoun. <laughs>
0: um girl. Um, her. Um, her.
1: her. yeah. That's it. That's, it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So I just love that film. It's just I I like the the little AI thing and when he's playing that game and this like uh the video game the little character's like fuck
0: you fucking fuck face fuck shit fuck face
1: <laughs> and it's so good <laughs> there's just something yeah about that you've seen that film or not yeah you, you no. have no idea no no i thought you weren't laughing at my it was, that was the perfect sort of impression of this little so <laughs> it's not part but now, of
2: but now <laughs> your, your your um sort of impressions are referencing to anything will be questioned now <laughs> because, because if he's known as Joe Keen, <laughs> all bets are off.
1: This, this is like the dressing gown thing. Dressing gown. <laughs> I knew i would come out. I knew I'd say it's like, something. It's like my
2: favourite female country singer, Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
1: Uh, uh <laughs> just a public friend for bullying. I'm gonna ask yeah. Lou if, if he's left the house and mumps after this <laughs> end. Not, not,
2: to, not to mention my favourite horror writer, Stephen King. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not being funny, but it's spelled with a J. Like, I'm just trying to like... <laughs> I'm, it, I'm,
2: okay, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna I'm, spell a name, and you're gonna tell me how you pronounce it, right? I'm gonna spell a name. It's only got four letters. <laughs> J U A N.
1: Juan. Cheer <laughs> you yeah. I like Juan. Juan. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Not Joanne. <laughs> Sorry, I led
2: you into that one.
1: Yeah, no, please. <laughs> Good job, I don't. Teach English. <laughs> but Yeah, it's a really good film. You should watch it. I I
0: I didn't quite get the 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 sort of premise of it. Did he fall in love with like an AI on his computer or something?
1: Yeah, so yeah. it starts off a bit like non PG, so it's a bit weird if you watch it with other people because he's sort of like talking to this. AI but it's more of like a sex line thing and it's a bit weird but then the rest of the film's like quite like sort of like this odd falling in love with so he gets this AI thing so sort a of piece of technology and you can sort of personalise it to how you want and it creates like a conversation and it learns it learns from you as you're speaking to it so it's sort of evolving like an AI would Right. Um, and everyone has one it's sort of a futuristic and um, sort of part of technology that's going to be in everyone's lives. Right. I don't I don't want to say the ending because it just sort of spoil it, but it's this sort of like a balance between obviously AI, it's not human, it's going wrong, sort of it being socially what's socially acceptable with sort of AI coming across as human, so it's sort of stretching the boundaries of, of that, but it's just yeah, quite a good film, and the soundtrack's just incredible. Again, it's another one I'm really big on sort of the not just the film on the premise of the film sort of the wider context around it and the the soundtracks is something I've always quite liked um and it's just a shame they've never released it and it's so good Arcade Fire was yeah
0: amazing it's 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 it's, it's, I've got a lot of Arcade Fire things and I, I found that and I think it was available for a really short time I think you said that um, but you can't find it anywhere else. And it, it's, yeah. it's the only reason I knew that they did the soundtrack for that is because I'd, I'd looked for the soundtrack for it, even without seeing the film. Um, but no, but they're, they're good anyway. So, you absolutely.
1: Know. Yeah. But it, it goes so well with the film anyway. And the film yeah. is just, again, the cinematography is uh, incredible. Um, and it's just quite a funny little film. Um, yeah, it's just something nice to watch. It can just kick back, and it's not so too do, deep.
0: So does Scarlett Johansson play the? AI, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah I, then...
2: want one, I want one of those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm surprised you haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then there, there was a, there was a documentary I watched recently, and it was in it was in Japan. Oh, was it China? It was one of the two, and it was it was about uh, it was about the amount of. Um, AI type relationships that men are having and um, they've actually got like um, you know you can buy it as an app and it's um, it's an AI woman and um, you can customize this woman to know what you like and you can customize it to you know so she has the same hobbies as you and she'll appear on a screen and it's literally like you know like a character from Pokemon like that type of anime and
1: I've seen that someone got married to like there's a person that' got married to the main woman yeah, from it's it. Just
2: a, it's just a, it's just a thing and then and they obviously you take it a step further, and you can actually buy sort of blow up dolls that are smart, device enabled, so then it can communicate with the app and it will talk and it's a physical presence in your room as opposed to just a picture on an app. and it's like uh, the quite sort of big into that, I think over there. and it was it was it was, basically, it, was a, it was a documentary. It wasn't a documentary about that specifically, it was about. Um it was about loneliness, I think. It was because it went to different countries and it was about um how culture, how our culture can isolate people depending on the lifestyle and what to do for a job and the type of social circle and what what type of um you know what the hang ups are socially that would prevent them from being in a social circle anyway. And it was showing things like um what documentary was it? They went to a restaurant in China. And it was basically a, a restaurant that is made for people who want to go out and have a meal, but they don't have anybody to go out with, but they still want the experience of dining out. So the
1: sounds so much like you have pod. these
2: individual little pods in a restaurant, and you sit in a pod, and there's two screens, and you order your meal, and you sit there. But it's not like everybody in there is on their own. And it was quite tragic because it's almost like the irony: you've got a room full of people who would love to be having a meal with somebody else. Like, that room full of people should just lift the fucking screens up and get to know one another. But it's about all of the different anxieties and social and things that they're struggling with that make them like that to begin with and, you know, the problems that they have. And that it was, yeah, anyway, it was...
1: It's sort of what is about that, to be honest. Like, there's a bit in it where the the main character, who I will not pronounce his name, um, basically... Obviously, sort of falls in love with this AI, and he he misses that sort of tangibility. So they get like a, which becomes more common in the film, like a sort of a a surrogate, a physical person to sort of like imitate, sort of the the voice that she has, and sort of like make it more like a human relationship. And it's this confusing boundary of sort of like people are really, you think people are really integrated socially because they're all communicating with sort of their AIs, and it's trying to combat loneliness. But at the same time, it's sort of showing the grown divide of loneliness mm-hmm. because they're having less human relationships. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I, I wonder if they took much influence from sort of... I, I know that's speaking of Japan. I remember seeing the documentary of sort of, like, a, an AI wedding, um, and this Japanese bloke had... I don't know if it's the same thing as what you're describing, but he basically had this character, this AI that he's fallen in love with, and whether he's made friends within the community. But <laughs> it was a tiny bit tragic because you saw sort of, like, the the... Um, the seating arrangements for the wedding and there was like human sort of a chair for this like either AI thing or like a physical sort of like a model and it was so weird to see like the table layout because there were sort of like half empty seats even with this tiny sort of like AI screen or this physical sort of like buying dolls that they must use as sort of their tangible um, physical representation of the AI so it was a bit weird. like that's sort of awkward,
2: like when you're going to a wedding and you don't know many people and you get a bit anxious about like, oh I'm up. I hope I'm gonna be sat on a decent table for this three course meal. <laughs> of course I'm on the AI table. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I suppose I suppose the benefit is if they really do annoy you, just knock the Wi-Fi off and they'll all fuck off.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where's all my guests gone? Yeah, I'm proud. They, haven't been, no. they haven't been
2: laughing at any of my jokes. Oh, that's just, yeah. Yeah, it's a dead zone in the corner of the room. With the wifi.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, switched on. but yeah uh, that, that's what the film's sort of about but it's not done as well sort of aspects of that anyway but it's yeah it's it's just a incredible film i can't say anything more you've described basically what it's about in the documentary that you watched
0: no it's fine Who who is in that again
1: scarlett johansson right, okay. <laughs> and a male counterpart <laughs> I think Chris Pratt's in it as well. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Roy so Keane's brother. Yeah.
0: <laughs> David Beckham pops up it a little bit, so that's good. <laughs>
1: <Joaquin. laughs> it took us so long to remember his name because like Joaquin, Joaquin. It, it looks like Joaquin, but it's not. It's Joaquin. I'd love it. I'd love it yeah.
2: if you were following sort of Whacking Phoenix academically and you got a master's and you were talking about it. <laughs>
0: Especially because he's cut his head and he's got a plaster on his forehead. (laughs) 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 Michaela's top five. Number five. Grand Budapest Hotel, number four, Submarine, number three, Whiplash, and two, Her, f- uh, featuring Joaquin Phoenix. So here we are finally <laughs> with Michaela's number one film. Are you ready, Michaela? Yes. Michaela's number one.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Matt's just walked past, just looking at us, just thinking, like, (laughs) he's run off now, which he sort of does when he looks at me, (laughs) to be honest, at the moment. (laughs) I don't know what she's up for. I think he's been trapped in a room. (laughs) I'm doing a podcast. Stop. Saying stuff on your Xbox. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this is my chance to fame that don't you <laughs>
2: when like you're in the attic and you see a bloke run past wearing nothing but a dog collar and a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: a yeah. I'm a skate.
1: <laughs> Freedom
2: <laughs> just falls over.
1: He's oh, <laughs> cellulite and his firehouse penis just in the distance.
2: One one firehouse fire penis, please.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it does sound like a pizza, that? Yeah, it does. It? Yeah. I <laughs> will yeah, have, have the uh, hot and spicy stuffed crust, fire <laughs> <a whole> penis, <laughs> <laughs> with a with a with a side of uh, fetishized cellulite. <laughs> <laughs> extra extra mayo, obviously.
0: Oh. I, actually, actually uh, hold the hold the cellulite. It gives me uh, gives me gas. <laughs>
2: You better get some Rennies in, you know the... Yeah.
1: Don't try eating
2: a fireball's penis uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> without a wedge of lemon to... Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I find it's easy if you grate it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, this film... Oh, where do I start? Um, It's a 2007 american biographical adventure drama film directed by sean penn it's an adaptation of the 1996 non-fiction book of the same name written by i don't even want to say his name i'm so self-conscious john cracker i don't know um <laughs> don't know if that's his name not that it makes a difference. Um,
0: what, wasn't wasn't he a defender uh, with Joaquin up front? <laughs> <laughs> no, it um, was it was in goals. It was in goals. It's all right. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> the the person that they were depicting in the film, their sort of pseudonym was called Alexander Supertramp, and it's based on obviously a biographical sort of representation of, of um real person in their story. Um, in terms of their death, <laughs> why not go to the end of it? Um, the, the person had a final written written journey, a journal entry, noted it's day 107, simply read, beautiful blue berries. Um, day 108 through 112 contained no words and were marked only with slashes. And on day 113, there was no entry. The exact time and death, uh, date of the death of this person is not known, near the time of the person's death. The person took a picture of themselves waving while holding a written note, which read, I have had a happy life and thank the Lord. Goodbye and May. God bless all. On September the 6th, 1992, a group of hunters found this person when they were looking for shelter and came up, upon this converted bus where the person had been staying upon entering they smelled what they thought was rotten food and discovered a lump um which was yeah the decomposing remains of this person in a sleeping bag um it's theorized um and in the in the movie that they died from starvation approximately two weeks before their body was found but in the in the movie they also represented it with possibly like food poisoning poisoning from a berry um, which is how they depicted sort of the ending of this person in the film. Oh. <laughs> um, Emil Hurst. Uh, I, 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 I think Emil Hurst played it, the main character.
0: Ah, oh, I, I know it, he, the guy got stranded on in an island, didn't he?
1: In Alaska.
0: Yeah. And yeah. And there was a there was a yellow bus or something. A yellow bus. Oh, it, um,
2: it's not um wild at not wild at heart. <laughs> um,
1: very close. <laughs> um, uh, keep the wild in, but there's uh, two words before.
0: In Into the wild. the wild.
1: End of the wild, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that is my favourite film of, of of all time, always will be. I'm just obsessed about the whole thing it was just I was just blown away by it like I remember god when did I start watching it I remember it was like the the cover photo of my Facebook for like years because it was like oh it's a very much like fuck the world like anti-capitalist like sort of like oh I'm just gonna run it in nature because I don't like everyone (laughs) fuck getting a job fuck getting qualifications (laughs) like I don't I don't think my mum knew the face that I was going through I was about 16 and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> instead of drinking in the park I was just watching like independent films about <laughs> grown men that just ran off <laughs> into the uh, wild so was this
0: all the day before you handed your CV into Jessup <laughs> I literally <laughs> just said that I literally, <laughs>
1: oh, literally oh,
0: just sorry. said two
2: days later you handed your CV into Jessup <laughs> <All> right,
1: <sorry. laughs> <One ball. laughs> no luckily it was many moons before that I just yeah. got into it when I was like 16 I was just like angsty and just yeah I don't know I th- I just,
0: I, 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 I sort of get... I've not seen either of them, but I sort of get confused with... Is it Timothy Treadwell, the, the one that was with the bears? Or something? Oh, yeah. The bear man yeah, or yeah. something? Um, um, uh, uh,
2: brought, brought Back Mountain? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. <yeah>. Jungle Book!
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Another, it, another, <laughs> another one. Another
1: one of the one. classics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is a
0: classic. <laughs> um... Yeah, the Bear bear man or something. Yeah. I, I can't remember. Yeah, um, I I always get the two confused in my I mind because yeah. it's similar similar sort of stories. Um, mm-hmm. but I know I watched I watched some documentary where someone was able to. I think you can only access it by by like helicopter, can't you? I think
1: yeah. I've, well. I read up about it recently as well because I was obsessed when I was sixteen. I was like, "I'm gonna go to Alaska and I'm gonna do this trail." <laughs> it's like I I couldn't be trusted like to even walk in like the country. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it, it would require like really expert skills to get yeah. to where the bus was. But I was reading about it because in my head I was like, "Oh, I want to go to Alaska and I, I want to visit this bus." And you can like get there de- uh, by helicopter, which is the yeah. most accessible way. Or you can do it by foot, which is the way. Yeah. Um, Christopher McCandles did. So, Christopher McCandles is based on the guy. And yeah, I read his um, biography and that was incredible as well. And you learned about his life and other people who've done the same and other people who survived for a lot longer because uh, eventually he died of starvation. But there's some people that have sort of, I mean, did a similar thing before him and after him and sort of, yeah, learned about their story. But I was reading up about this bus because I was like, oh, like, I, I wondered, like, if there's any more trails on how to get there, or if it became more accessible somehow, yeah, yeah um, yeah. like sort of commercialized, but um, yeah. So the abandoned Cain bus on the Stampede Trail was where McCandless died. Became a pilgrimage destination for fans. Um, located in Alaska, thirty miles, uh, thirty miles from the nearest town. Visitors to the site had to cross the dangerous, God knows how to pronounce this, Teklanika River. Tek- That'll do.
0: That'll this do.
1: funny river. In 2019, a newlywed um, woman from Belarus um, drowned trying to cross the river. Um, so there's been, like, loads of deaths of, uh, like, wow. it's quite ironic, loads of people dying on the way to visit this, um, <laughs> this bus. Um, people dying from frostbite. The stranded Brazilian had to be rescued in April 2020. Um, so he decided to go, I mean, for the pandemic, and <laughs> <need> he to go <laughs> to Alaska in the woods. So there must have been people having that sort of, like, yeah. moment. Uh, 15 bus-related search and rescue operations visitors were carried out between 2019-2017. On June the 18th, 2020, um, the bus was removed due to public safety concerns. It was airlifted by a U.S. Army helicopter to an undisclosed location, pending a decision about its final destination. But now it's in the Museum of the North at University of Alaska Fairbanks. Um, so that's going to be the permanent home for the Magic Bus. 142, and it's going to be restored, and then it's going to be a permanent outdoor exhibition there. I thought you were going to tell me it's that
2: bloody red bus on the A64 on the way to (laughs) York. The old red bus cafe, the other one. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's actually in Hyde Park now, and it's become like a local attraction for (laughs) jazz nights and. Imagine, but yeah, it's just a, a guy always... from
0: a guy from Leeds died near it after eating a dodgy burger, so everyone can <laughs> flock to it now. So yeah.
1: <laughs> it's now just been bought by First and restored, and there uh, yeah. is no travelling to Beeston. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, this film, I know it's a bit of a less of a wild ending to some of the stories well, I have, I I've seen. You on.
2: Um, well, I, ha- I, see- oh. I think I've seen parts of it, and I think I think I've seen it. I think I watched Into the Wild um, with a, in a room full of people who like slowly became less and less interested. And I think it was like, if I remember right, like I watched it start to finish, but was distracted a lot. So I don't think I've ever actually sat down and properly paid attention to it. So I've, I've always meant to, because I know it's um, Into the Wild is um, a lot of people, you know, talk about it and find it quite powerful and compelling. So I've always made a sort of mental note to watch it. Um and give it more time. But um yeah. Yeah. I think going by the rest of your list, I think that was a solid list actually. I think there's a lot of good films there, definitely. I mean considering we were contending with Pretty Woman and Balto, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. I mean, how deep on Pretty Woman, I could have worded that better. How uh, <laughs> how deep on Julie Roberts can you uh, <laughs> about the horse pipes worth of
0: uh, yeah. yeah.
2: No, Yeah, no, I think that was really good. I think there's some really good movies there. And you've made me want to watch Whiplash again as well.
0: I, th- I think you have made, after years of not wanting to see Whiplash, I now do want to probably watch it maybe.
1: I should have had affiliate links that was, attached. That <laughs> definitive
2: answer. <laughs> probably maybe might watch it, but not for at least two years.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and Into the Wild, like I said, I, th- I think... Because I, I I associate it with the with the bear man. I, I can't I can't remember what that film's called. I, I think I've got confused between the two many times and not ended up watching. One's I called one.
2: Yogi and loves jam sandwiches. Oh, that's the other one it. is a powerful and emotional <laughs> biopic. That's the one.
1: One of them has a statue in a <laughs> New York Central Park. <laughs> and
2: there the similarities end. <laughs> Uh,
0: but yeah Timothy Treadwell Timothy Treadwell media attention Grizzly man, man Grizzly Man Grizzly Man that is directed by Werner Herzog yeah I'll need to watch that <laughs> I'll watch them both I promise you
1: yeah I mean End of the Wild isn't it's a really like anti-climatic film because you, I mean now you know the end of it it's like nothing dramatic happens really it's yeah. more than dramatic bit if anything is him going fuck the world like trashing his car like yeah. he makes it look as if he's been sort of lost and I, I read a bit about the car, his car that he owned and then eventually <laughs> the local police started using it as an undercover car so they restored it and then <laughs> <laughs> used it for there must there must not be many abandoned cars in the areas and if <laughs> If there is, they'll be like, oh, we'll fucking take that whilst it's here. Like, <laughs> so it's more about, again, it's not really the film itself. It's more the context sort of surrounding the film and about this guy and other people who have done it. There's something just, I don't know, quite brilliant and people going, just fuck it. And it, it's like an adult, it, well, a kid, you know, storming off of the sickest going, I'm leaving, I'm gone. But like, just a very dramatic adult version of going,
0: bacon is good for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm leaving, and you can't stop me. <laughs> that woman can't run running those pretty little high heels. <laughs> it's kind of like an adult doing that and just being like, fuck yeah. it." You'd probably freak out if you like if I saw like one of my mates like cutting up the credit cards. I'd be like, "Great, yeah. you like, what have they taken? Like, <laughs> gonna have to do some sort of like oh, how hard is pursuing them." <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Your legal eyes have gotten a bit stronger these days. (laughs) Yeah, the sun is so brilliant about the story, but there you go. Top five favourite films and The Greasy Strangler.
2: (laughs) They're a lot better than what I thought you were setting us up for. I thought, this is going to be, I thought, when you said that, I thought, is this going to be five films that neither of us have ever heard of? They're all weird as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) And they've all got some weird, yeah. Phallic, (laughs) and
0: ultimately absolute dog shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah. My number three is gigantic coquasaurus (laughs) rex. It's like Jurassic Park, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was my number two until Edward Penis Hands came out.
2: (laughs) But yeah, number, number um, two is for whom the bell end tolls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, very, very good. For some reason, I wrote down Donnie Darko. I thought one of your things was going to be Donnie Darko at one point. Mm.
2: Yeah, I, I had a very similar obsession with Donnie Darko when I first saw it when I was young. I think it was probably the first film I saw that wasn't like um, uh, a conclusive ending. It was like, you know, it was open-ended. You didn't really know what the fuck had gone on. And, yeah. and then I read a book about it and I was like hungry for information on Donnie Darko. Like what the fuck does it actually mean? And obviously <laughs> there is no, it's open for interpretation which makes it even more frustrating. Like nobody wants something open for interpretation. No, unless it's you know a biopic or something where it's fact and we genuinely don't know, here are the options. Yeah, here are the most commonly discussed theories or whatever. But a fictional piece of work left yeah. open for interpretation for me, I think, is an absolute cop out. It's like,
0: but I, I think that's the problem though, isn't it? Everything's made up anyway. Yeah, you know, in a story like that, it's made up. So, somebody wrote that. So, what's the point in having? it leave up to you for interpretation that there is none is there it's absolutely no, no. pointless because everything's made up yeah, anyway like
2: american psycho what
0: what about what about um the spinny top film
2: um inception
0: inception
2: that,
0: that's that's left that's left open for interpretation though isn't it yeah
2: because yeah because you don't you never see the top stop
0: <laughs> um <laughs> So, so, do you agree that that's completely pointless as well?
2: No, actually, when I said that statement, I immediately disagreed with myself in my mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, about- but I, I completely agree I, with you. I, I completely agree. My
2: favorite with books and films and uh, all fictional, you know, and uh, and a lot, a lot of my favorite ones are ones where at the end you have a, you sit down and you have to have a bloody good discussion about it to try and figure out what some of the, you know, what some of the theories could be. Uh, it was, when I said American Psycho, I loved Brett Easton Ellis as an author. And uh, I read Glamorama after American Psycho, and all of his books are very much like that. It's like, you've got, an, essentially, you've got an unreliable protagonist. So the entire story yeah. is through their eyes, but they're a goddamn liability. So you can't trust anything that they're telling you as a reader or anything that you're experiencing through the eyes of a mental person because they're fucking mental. Yeah. And I actually like that. So, so as soon as I said it, I thought, I, I dis- fundamentally disagree with
0: the point I'm <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a shame because I completely agree with what you said. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Ross podcast.
2: Ross. Yeah.
1: The Ross podcast where he just argues with his own opinions. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> You're a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just flashes of Ross every so often just to remind us that he's there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
2: to be a in Ross. <laughs> not, not That's with that sound. outside like. of the tower. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: oh. Yeah, well, it yeah. was a pleasure. That was right fun. Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. That. Enjoy that. Enjoy
2: that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for yeah inviting us on. It was lovely. It
2: was yeah, well, I thought to. so. We'll I, have to we'll I'll have have bring a... you on for your top ten rejects. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> <laughs> Charles two, Charles three. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie does Dallas yeah. Ryan <laughs> well. there's, one,
2: there's a film I really like. It's called The Flying Minge, and it's exactly what' it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, i
1: I want to hear a podcast where you pick out some of the films that people have have talked about in their top five and you'd sort of do a little review of what the fuck they are like i'd love to hear your review of bulgo i'd love to hear your <laughs> review of the greasy stranglers sort of like off, <laughs> like like just sort of like watching these films and go they absolutely garbage <laughs>
0: like- well it's, ki- it's kind of what we're going to do with the patreon thing um once a month there's going to be another episode where we talk about the some some films and uh, initially it's just films that we've chosen. Yeah. But I, I think at one point we're doing Balto, aren't we?
1: <laughs> that would be so good. I think,
2: yeah, I think, rest, I think a rest. recap mini series of a select few films that, that, that from each of our guests. You know, so if we pick one film that a guest has talked about, a yeah, different guests, and then do our own review would be quite a good idea.
0: That'd yeah, good. talking
2: about those of bits is going to happen. Um whether you've got to pay for it or not is
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> Outro.
2: You ready, Ross? This, this is you I did the vast majority of that. Right, what's it, Michaela? Okay. Do good? I have Doing to? Right? <laughs> right, just get in the zone. I know what you're going to do. You'll do a very short bit, and then you'll go, isn't that right, Ross? And you'll you'll <laughs> calm it off to me after about five seconds. Every time.
0: Oh, so you're saying you don't want me to do no, that? I'd like right, you to do a legitimate okay. outro. OK, that. right, OK. So thank you, everyone. Uh, that was Michaela's uh, top five uh, films. Did you enjoy that, Michaela?
1: <laughs> <laughs> is this rhetorical or oh, is this- Now that you can answer. Yes. <laughs> yes, very much. Time of my life, wonderful start <laughs> to 2021.
0: <laughs> there was some good films in there. And uh, I think you've made some recommendations that we'll definitely watch, won't we, Ross?
2: I think the good thing about that list, I think I would describe it as a thought-provoking list because there was a few, you're the first guest, I think, where the tangents have been of a, um, you know, we've been diving into the depths of the human psyche on a few of those little tangents there, based off of the context of your choice of film, which I liked. So quite- and
0: what's, what's scariest is we've delved into the, like your psyche, which is <laughs> a terrifying place to yeah. be. <laughs>
2: I I, I, I definitely made that sound more grandiose than what it was, a lot of it was... But uh, but you know what I mean. There were thought-provoking choices leading to thought-provoking conversations which are just obviously by their very nature quite interesting. So, yeah, I enjoyed it.
1: Oh, thank you. That's that's well nice. Well, it helps to print off four pages of A4 with some facts <laughs> off the internet. It's sort of Wikipedia sort of guided this conversation, not really me. <laughs> I'm a spokesperson for the internet.
0: So basically you could be an AI like Scarlett Johansson. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and in Phoenix. Yeah.
0: Hey! <laughs> well done.
1: Well done.
2: Uh,
0: I thought you you were joking then. (laughs)
2: Lovely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You like that. that? (laughs) Uh, So I. Ah, fuck off.
1: You put too much pressure on yourself, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: So uh, hopefully we'll do some more of these in the near future. Um, If you want to listen to exclusive episodes, go to Patreon.com and look for Simon and Ross on there. And uh, it's very cheap, and you get extra things and you get early access to episodes.
2: And if you Isn't that like right? and subscribe that- wherever you get your podcasts, that means that every Monday morning when they're released, you'll get uh, a notification.
0: Correct. That's right.
1: Factual information. <laughs> you do merch though. You've got a cup. Is it a cup or a cup? Cups,
0: t shirts, um, face masks. Dildos.
2: React <laughs> <We> races. I <laughs> <laughs> a picnic with Simon and Ross.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, experience, experience vouchers. You can, you can claim them with the next year or so. Uh, with us. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Simon and Ross hand sanitizers.
2: And
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually make it actually make it dirtier. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and if you subscribe for more than five years uh, you get uh, Simon buys you a happy meal <laughs> <That's it. laughs> and, a rim,
0: and a rim job <laughs> yeah, but, you know. I mean for five years is a lot of money yeah, L- so L- you your there. choice
2: of dick is entirely up to you <laughs> yeah that's it.
1: That's if it. you got cellulite <laughs>
0: <laughs> doesn't bother me doesn't bother me
1: he's got a fetish so
0: just, just make them wash, walk through a car wash first, then you're all right. That's fine. Make sure everything's clean. Um, yeah, so uh, follow us on Twitter. And um, we haven't decided what the next uh, topic what is, have the, we, Ross? Well, so What's handle we. again,
2: Simon? What's, What's that? Twitter handle?
0: Uh, it's uh, Simon and Ross on Twitter, isn't it?
1: It's... It's... That's a long handle,
2: isn't it? Yeah, it's at <laughs> uh, underscore podcast.
0: That's the one. You beat me to it there, Ross. And um, so, yeah. Um, what, what we're, we're going to do? Lord of the Rings next? Is that what we're going
2: to do? committing is on air to that.
0: Mm. All right. Okay. I can cut this out. I can cut this out. You, you're the one that said Lord of the Rings. I say a lot of things, Simon. I haven't learned. I haven't learned what to tune out yet. That's the yeah, problem. We yeah, said ten minutes.
2: Gone disagreed with it within five seconds after. Do, you oh. do not treat anything I say as gospel.
0: Right.
2: I'm not okay. it. We need to visit. We need to hash
0: it out. So I don't have no, to rewatch. The Rings and
2: hate Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It. We're still working on the next one. Yeah. So uh, we're not sure what the next episode is going to be. But uh, join us next week. <laughs> we'll have some some shit for you.
2: <laughs> Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
1: Listening to too much of whatever you call him, what's he called? Brian, the spaceman guy, space guy, Brian Cox, and We've space, all a... right, Brian.
0: Uh, Brian Spaceman Cox has come full circle, <laughs>
2: space, <laughs> space Cox,
0: space
2: Cox. <laughs> <don't> <laughs>